0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1476, How Rom-Coms Ruin Our Relationships, by Shauna Scaife of simpleonpurpose.ca. Hello, everybody, and thanks so much for being here with me yet again. I'm Greg Audino, your host of the show, hoping your week is going well so far and that you are ready to hear some more of Shauna Scaife's work. Now, you might know her as one of the authors you're more likely to hear in our parenting episodes But this time, she's going to be talking a bit more about romance and uh, the pesky expectations we might bring into it, all thanks to Hollywood. (laughs) So let's sit back and relax as we get into this post now and optimize your life. How Rom-Coms Ruin Our Relationships by Sean Escafe of SimpleOnPurpose.ca Yes, it's true. Those adorable Drew Barrymore movies where she finds someone as quirky and cute as her are ruining our relationships. How? Setting us up with unrealistic expectations. Let me set the scene. Ridiculously adorable, witty, yoga-loving, cheeseburger-eating, 30-something woman is single and working away at her quirky job in the city. Through pure serendipity, she keeps running into an equally handsome, successful, romantic, philanthropic, guitar-playing 30-something man. He can't resist her charm, and it hits him. He has always been focused on his career and charity work, and looking at her, the world stops, and he wants to know everything about her, make her smile, and show her the world. They have some awkward but heartwarming dates as they fall deeper into passionate love. He realizes there's some seemingly mundane secret he can never tell her because it would be a deal breaker for her like that he hooked up with her bff years back but he can't tell her now still through some weird circumstances she finds out and kicks him to the curb his heart is broken he's miserable pining he can't live without her she's getting her drank on to forget this true love and then bam realizes that she's looking for love in all the wrong places Cut the story short, he spends a lot of time and effort to get her back. There is a dynamic, tearful proposal that goes viral on YouTube. Wedding, marriage, years of bliss, and cute outfits for all. I'm sure every husband in Canada wishes they could screen these romantic comedies and have free range to edit them to be more like real life. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for raising the bar in what we expect from our men, but that's a whole other blog post. But these scripted love capades are just not going to fly 95% in 99% of our relationships, especially after, say, eight years with your boo. Here's my take on where Hollywood is pooping rainbow skittles when it comes to love and marriage. Rom-coms. Our spouse can read our minds and meet our expectations in all situations. Reality. He leaves his socks all over the house. I just leave them there and get madder and madder, and one day snap that he's such a slob and so rude to think I'm going to clean up after him. Okay, this did happen once. Now I know he knows I won't be picking them up, and he will eventually make sure they get to the laundry basket. Nobody reads minds. We have to voice our expectations. This takes assertiveness and tact to do well, but I feel it means success or failure in all relationships. Rom-coms. My husband expresses his love with creative and grand gestures in just the manner I need to feel loved. Reality, I lost my ish when I got a sentimental note from Mother's Day rather than some elaborate gesture. After calming down, seeking some sage advice and acknowledging the role pregnancy hormones might be playing, the truth is he took the time to voice and write out his feelings to tell me how great I am. I'm always asking him to leave me notes like he used to, and he knows I love it when he opens up to me with words of love. He probably thought he had it in the bag. All people, especially men and mothers-in-law, express love differently. Usually it's not in the way and time that we want. We have to observe them to learn how they do it. Cue the five languages of love. Rom-coms. My husband is a great listener. We talk about everything from pillow shams to world hunger. He truly wants to hear my every thought, and I his. Sometimes we fall asleep in each other's arms just talking. (laughs) Puke. Reality. I can see my husband nodding, but I know he's officially listening to the radio when I get to minute 11 of explaining how I need a teal-colored wedge shoe, or how the lady at the checkout line was being all judgy. Maybe it goes both ways when my mind wanders to, did I pay the internet bill? Where online can I find those teal wedges? as my husband tells me yet another fishing story with full detail on rigging, jigging, and lures. Give him the Cole's Notes version, and save the rest for lunch with the ladies. Science has proven our husbands aren't biologically wired to listen and support like our girlfriends. Rom-coms. My husband meets all of my needs for encouragement, security, support, finances, fun, romance, and conversation. Reality? So, I was totally tired this weekend. My husband was out mowing the lawn and cleaning the yard. And I was in the kitchen, all like, Excuse me? I'm slaving away making lunch, and all I want to do is nap, and you haven't even come in to ask me how I'm feeling and offer to take the baby so I could go for a snooze. So, in walks husband for lunch, and I serve his with a cold shoulder, because he isn't helping me. Hello, crazy pregnant lady. After lunch, I mumbled, I'm pooped. And my husband said, okay, then go have a nap. Oh, so it's that easy. I can just say I need a nap and you'll be all like, have one, honey? Yep, because I'm a big old bag of crazy expecting someone else to meet my needs instead of voicing them and ensuring that they're met. Did I mention that I'm seven months pregnant and sleep deprived? I promise I'm usually somewhat rational and reasonable, but I'm pretty sure my baby stole my crazy filter. This is unfair pressure on any person. Kid, parent, spouse, or friend. After all, we're only human, and it would be impossible to anticipate and supply the needs of someone else, let alone your own. It's up to you to take stock of what you feel, what your needs are, assessing if they're reasonable, and empowering yourself to ensure that they're met. Also, how many of us know what our spouse needs? I think I know what my husband needs. Food, intimacy, and respect. I'm sure there's more and goodness knows my list is much, much longer. But that's up to me to take care of through my own hobbies, friendships, activities, exercise, and health. And don't even get me started on how these movies put pressure on women to always be cute, funny, smart, and, oh yeah, look freaking adorable even first thing in the morning when the truth is your breath probably smells like hot dog water, you have roofing tar lining your eyes, and your hair looks like you got into a fight with a feral dog. (laughs) Don't even get me started. You just listened to the post titled, How Rom-Coms Ruin Our Relationships, by Sean Escafe of simpleonpurpose.ca. And thanks a lot to Shauna for a great post, which I really loved. Uh, but I especially loved the end. I was so glad that she got to this. I do feel as though it can be easier for us to come to the point of realizing that relationships are imperfect and that they require work to maintain, than it is to take the pressure off of ourselves to be the perfect partner and stretch our own limits too much. Of course, this is different for each person in each relationship. But you know what we're getting at here is the value of allowing ourselves to have shortcomings as a partner, which is a particularly important allowance for the people-pleasers out there and the martyrs out there and anyone who's been made to feel as though they need to live up to movie-like expectations in order to be worthy of love. These narratives can really follow us. And even if we can acknowledge the the, the silliness of them, they can still show up, say, uh, you know, in our inability to admit that we could be doing some things better as a partner. That can be a hard realization to come to. And if we can't quite say it, then we may be putting more pressure on ourselves than we initially thought we were. So some things to consider, everyone. It is time to get going for now, but I appreciate you coming today and staying with me until the end. I really hope that you took something from this post, and I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow for our parenting leg of the week. That's where your optimal life awaits.